every now and then I have to Google Wes Anderson to remind myself what he looks like. He looks like Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Like, does he or does he not? Wait, he actually does. Yeah. Like, he looks like everyone he casts in his movie, like, morphed into one person. Wesley Wales Anderson. That's an Anglo if I've ever heard one. Wasp. Woo! Buzz, buzz. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys, it's Caitlin. We are waiting on pizza. We're a little (laughs) hungry, a little hyped up on sugar from the movies. A gallon of lemonade and watermelon sour patch kids. I think that was a gallon. It was so much. The large drink was (laughs) a little bit much. We split it, but but we drank the whole thing. It was so good. I don't think we've ever finished a drink from the movie movie no but listen that lemonade was hitting different lemonade was so good this lemonade was perfect it was like not too sweet not a well-balanced lemonade (laughs) from the regal (laughs) (laughs) they've adjusted their recipe (laughs) from the fountain from the fountain so we're a little cracked out right now. we are a little cracked out also kind of pairs well with (laughs) the movie we just saw does it also a little cracked out does it (laughs) I don't know if this uh, current state of mind is great to talk about this movie, but we'll see. Well, here we go. This here is all nothing. the time we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Uh, we just got out of a movie that, I mean, I'm just going to be straight up with you guys. I was dreading seeing this. I was going to say, you didn't want to see this. I, I was... In any other lifetime, you would actively avoid seeing this movie. If we didn't have this podcast... Mm-hmm. There wouldn't, you couldn't pay me enough money to see this movie. And I know this is a very controversial take in the film world. I apologize to all of his fans. I hate Wes Anderson. Mm -hmm. I think he's a hack and I'm just going to leave it at that. I dropped my fighting words. Hot take. (laughs) But he has a new film out, Asteroid City. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit my interest was piqued a little bit by the cast especially mm-hmm. i think he added a few people that wa- aren't his like classics that mm-hmm. are always in all of his films and also i don't know what it is but like i'm just an absolute sucker for 1950s 60s kind of fantasy type movies so even like if the genres can vary but like blast from the past pleasantville mm-hmm. like don't worry darling that kind of weird WandaVision, for example. So like that type of era Mm -hmm. incorporated with the concept of like either sci-fi or fantasy or something like that always kind of grabs me. Okay, And so I was a little bit more open to see this than I am anything else that's Wes Anderson, (laughs) basically. I got you. I mean, I've seen his classics that I mean Royal Tenenbaums was I Mm -hmm. think the first one that I ever saw I've seen the Darjeeling Limited and I have seen I started I'll say that I turned it off the Grand Budapest Hotel okay so those (laughs) that is my extent of Wes Anderson (laughs) apparently he has involvement with Sing so I guess I've also seen Sing interesting i I didn't know he had involvement (laughs) with seeing he did apparently okay according to imdb all righty i don't know what he did on it wait i need imagine he's a voice actor for sing oh he's a voice actor no i'm just saying imagine 
Wait, he was a voice actor. <laughs> he was a voice actor. He's <laughs> listed for sing and sing too as additional voice. When I searched his name, I just read off the ones that I recognized. Uh-huh. So I didn't know his involvement with sing, but I was shocked to see that. I didn't either. Um, Learn something new every day. So the ones that I have seen, mm-hmm. I hate. You genuinely hate, hate, uh-huh. hate them. I do know, however, that you like Wes Anderson. I do. And it's complicated okay. because I didn't really even know about Wes Anderson until Moonrise Kingdom came out. Okay. Which was in 2012. So this is... So you're a a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer to Wes Anderson. And I also haven't really seen that many of his movies. Um, The first one that I saw was actually Moonrise Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like worked my way back. I've seen like a decent amount more than you, I would say. Yeah. So I would consider myself a fan. I think I had more of like a phase where I was like into him. Back when you were trying to woo every TV film major. Yeah, I I think I was just trying to like be cool. But like, Uh I will say I'm going to hold to my statement that like Moonrise Kingdom is a really good movie. Okay. I think you would actually like it. All right. It's one of his less... Wes Anderson-y ones. The least Wes Anderson it can be, the better. Yeah, I mean, they're all Wes Anderson-y. <laughs> um, He's one of a kind, isn't he? He sure is. <laughs> I think my whole thing with Wes Anderson is actually highlighted by a current TikTok trend. Okay. Which is a lot of people are making like TikTok shorts where it's like, if my life was a Wes Anderson movie mm-hmm. or, you know, not me pretending my life as a Wes Anderson movie. And mm-hmm. then they shoot this whole scene of Do-do-do. them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we've all seen them. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Because it is so incredibly easy to do what Wes Anderson does. Mm-hmm. It's so easily replicated. It's just nothing special at all period Mm -hmm. and I know I'm offending people when I say that because like there are some like mega fans Mm -hmm. out there and like I truly apologize but I desperately as a film major tried to get on board because I thought it was something that like I almost had to do like Mm -hmm. it was like oh my god like I have to like Wes Anderson right like we all like Wes Anderson like when when you're like a film major it's like you have to like Wes Anderson you have to like Citizen Kane you have Mm -hmm. to like Casablanca you have to like these it's like this very almost like horse blinder these are the good directors Mm -hmm. you have to like these people you have to like Scorsese you have to like and here I am, like a film major who's just like, man, I just, I, like, I kind of just fuck with Spielberg. Like, I really don't. I just kind of want to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, sure, I do like some artsy, different, original style movies, but I really do not like when things are forced mm-hmm. and when things are overused. And I think he is the definition of force and overused. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. I think you have an issue when it's like someone's being artsy for the sake of being artsy and like no purpose behind it Mm -hmm. just to like be that little like artsy fartsy person, which is basically what he does. Right. That being said, Mm -hmm. can you introduce us to Asteroid City 
and just give us a rundown before we get to like our actual review. Sure. Well, the synopsis is very brief. Okay. World-changing events spectacularly disrupt the itinerary of a junior stargazer slash space cadet convention in an American desert town circa 1955. What is now not brief <laughs> is the cast list. <laughs> Buckle okay, up. Okay, so our usual Wes Anderson suspects... Jason Schwartzman, uh-huh. Scarlett Johansson, Adrian Brody, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton was in there, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. And I think that's like pretty much the usual suspects. Also in there, he threw in a Jeff Goldblum, Leif Schreiber, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks, Jeffrey Wright, Steve Carell, Matt Dillon, Brian Cranston, Margot Robbie, Maya Hawk. And I what think, a... I mean, that's almost the entire <laughs> cast, but it's that's all, almost all of Hollywood. Those are the ones we know. So Steve Carell. Did we say Steve Carell? I said Steve okay. Carell. We said Steve Carell. Just, can I just say one thing really quick about sure. the cast? Yeah. This will not surprise you at all uh-huh. to hear me say this. I've always had a little bit of a crush on Schwartzman. Oh, absolutely. I knew this. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he's aging well can i admit something yeah why was i vibing with adrian brody i thought the same thing his little high-waisted pants and his white t-shirt do you know what it is i think he's gained weight has he he's not like a skeleton he used to be like yeah he used to be like Slenderman, like yeah, he was the Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There was something about Adrian Brody, and I was like, okay, yeah. Well, I think he always looked kind of gaunt, yeah, and like that's just not for me. He's filling in, yeah, yeah. He was like a little bit filled out. He's older. We love a daddy. Yeah, I was really appreciating him. I, I thought was... you were about to say that, but I do remember that you you do have a thing for Schwartzman. I love Jason. I'm not gonna lie. I don't agree with you. I don't think he's attractive now or ever has been but it's okay but he looks so cute with a beard i thought and he looked i don't know he looked handsome we can agree on scarlett johansson okay but scarlett johansson always (laughs) is giving (laughs) she she was serving giving serving yeah so that being said we can stop getting all hot and bothered by the cast but yeah we need to dive into this actual review okay yeah we are gonna review acknowledging our biases and Mm -hmm. moving forward from there Mm -hmm. what did you think of asteroid city this wasn't for me. No. No. We've just gone a little too far mm-hmm. with this one. I think we just tried to do too much. Yeah. That's what happens when you do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. as you have to try and think of ways to make it different than it was before. Pushing the envelope. And so, like, we are pushing the envelope in ways we shouldn't be mm-hmm. and ways that do not work and i think it was just all over the place (laughs) that's putting it lightly (laughs) which like okay but here's the thing i feel like a lot of his movies are all over the place but it's like Uh in a structured way yeah like it's like organized chaos and it works because there's still stories that have heart and there are characters that have heart and i just felt like None of that was here. I don't know. I just felt like there was like there tried to be themes. They were very incomplete themes. Very incomplete. It was like we tried to touch on all of these really heavy, heavy, Mm. heavy themes and then never really circled back on any of them Mm -hmm. or wrapped them up or like gave them meaning. And kind of same with the character development. Yeah. 
literally they were just kind of like tossed in like cookies like it was like yeah very strange very unusual very unusual (laughs) film overall which Mm -hmm. like again it's typical because his style is quirky his style is unusual its style is you know i think when it first came out it did kind of like break the mold in a lot of ways and so we're used to seeing that from him but i think it's just it's gone too far it got i think it got out of his own hands (laughs) like i think he got he lost control of what he was trying to do you know what it makes me think of it makes me think of Bo is afraid with ari aster i thought the same thing where it was just like he took all of his and i'm just gonna say like i'll i'll hand it to him that there are you know i think he's worked with the same cinematographer on all of his movies Mm -hmm. and like there is something to be said about the composition of some of the shots they're very beautiful and obviously the palette is the same it's that kind of yellowish pink Mm -hmm. you know there's hints of green and teal and everything's the same in every single movie it Mm -hmm. looks the same you can pick it out of a lineup basically but I think what happened was as he took all of his ideas and all of his tricks and methods Uh and basically just like threw it up onto this dumped it just dumped it and it almost felt like he did that with the characters and the actors as well is he had this incredible list of actors Mm -hmm. probably like one of the highest caliber sets of actors in a in a film sure in recent memory Uh and it was like he just peppered them onto the screen with Mm no rhyme or reason and didn't really give them much direction which one of my biggest issues with Wes Anderson in general is that he you know, has these connections that enable him to have these really wonderful casts. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely think, and I'm going to say this with every ounce of my body, you, Mm -hmm. Caitlin, Mm -hmm. could be in a Wes Anderson movie and give a performance in a Wes Anderson movie. I honestly (laughs) think anyone could. I think any person on this planet Mm -hmm. could deliver a performance in a Wes Anderson movie. And this is the same as all of them where everyone is monotone Mm -hmm. dry robotic and sure there are moments of comedy that are like written into the script Mm -hmm. but it's almost like if any person ever period said that line it would be funny right and i think that was what was so particularly frustrating about this one in particular was that it was a lot of actors that i really like and appreciate and i thought maybe just maybe he was going to do something different mm-hmm. you know like the most shocking thing wes anderson could do is direct a movie where people actually have feelings and emotions Mm. and mm-hmm. he could have done that like he could have broken the mold and been like you know what like i'm going to do something different here Right. But instead, he decided to make it almost felt like a fan made Wes Anderson movie where it was like, let me do the most Wes Anderson things, period. Mm-hmm. And glaze over these like insane storylines that don't really connect and make sense and themes and what you were saying before. Mm-hmm. And just call it a film and everyone's going to love and it because it's Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which like it has ha- the Wes Anderson stamp on it. Yeah, which like it has a, a 76% on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Not anymore. 75. 75. Honestly, if that movie was put out by a no-name director, mm-hmm. I don't think it would get like 15%. 
I was going to say it would be like in the <laughs> 20s or 30s probably. <laughs> and so I think it just really frustrates me. And I've said this before on the podcast, but it really frustrates me when directors, just because they have a name and just because they have a following, mm-hmm. get this automatic approval for things that they make that are not good at all. That they don't necessarily deserve the approval for. Yeah, right. I think it just goes to show because I would consider myself a fan of Wes Anderson. Like you said, not a super fan. I haven't seen every single movie and it's not like anything crazy like that. I do appreciate some of the things that he does and I like stylistically, I just like how it looks Mm -hmm. and feels and I'm sitting here saying this was not good. This is not it. Yeah. Like, this was not good. And, like, I was curious because I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom in a really long time. But, mm-hmm. like, I, like, hardcore fangirled over that movie when yeah. it came out. Like, Oh, I remember. You tried to get me to watch it. And I was like, mm-mm. And you wouldn't. And I was so upset. And, <laughs> like, it was so far as, like, I think, like, a, a screen grab of the film was, like, my cover photo on Facebook for a of while. Of course it was. Like, I just had, like, a whole... F- I just had, had a whole time. You had some phases. I had some phases. We all have. Yeah. But I wanted to see, like, I was like, wonder, like, what the tomato meter is on that. It's a 93%. Oh my God. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that, like, makes me feel a little bit <laughs> Your better. Your memory served you Like, correct. I think it actually yeah. is a good movie. And, like, uh-huh. I want to watch it again because I think it's just, like, disappointing to me because he is able to create things that are enjoyable and watchable for some people, not all. Right. Like, it's, it's definitely an acquired taste. But this just isn't mm-hmm. anyone's cup i mean there's gonna be people who like it i think they're tr- i think i genuinely think they're lying to themselves if they like this movie i'm just gonna say it i think I they're think absolutely so lying to themselves there were very few redeeming qualities i think yeah. i'm going to list the ones that i can think of which okay. is his cinematographer is very talented mm-hmm. and I don't like the quick pans. I don't like some mm-hmm. of the, you know, tricks that Wes Anderson does. But I will admit that the composition of some of his shots are very beautiful and they look like paintings. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say yeah. that that's not even like a Wes Anderson thing. That no. is his set designer. That is his sure. cinematographer. I also think that out of everyone in the film, Scarlett Johansson gave us a little bit more than everybody okay, else. Okay, I agree. I think she brought a depth and a humanity and gave a feeling of like, okay, this is like actually a person and mm-hmm. not a robot. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just Wes Anderson robots doing Wes Anderson things. Uh-huh. It was very much she had a character and there was obvious character work done by her where she was Mm -hmm. trying to give something more and she was very subtle about it because I know she probably wasn't even like allowed to go as far as she wanted to go Uh Um, but I will say that her performance was by far and away a highlight for me if she wasn't in it and didn't give that performance I don't know that I would have really particularly cared for anything about this movie (laughs) I mean like I like Jason Schwartzman and I thought he looked cute and all of that but like his performance is the same in every single Wes Anderson film Mm -hmm. like his delivery is the same which again is the director you also know. i can't get over the fact that he sounds like billy crystal like they have the same voice <laughs> and so every time i hear him i'm always like it's just billy crystal oh my it's god billy crystal talking. i did think maybe the one other redeeming thing 
I don't know if did you have any other redeeming things or was that it? I laughed a couple of times. Okay, yeah, a couple chuckles. I thought the only other like possible redeeming thing that we can toss onto the list is the two teenagers. So like the little Jason Schwartzman mm-hmm. and the little Scar Joe, okay. like her daughter. I thought their performances were cute. Uh-huh. And I thought that their little storyline of like them like liking each other was cute. Like mm-hmm. that was like a human relatable thing. Right. But like other than that, <laughs> we could have really without 80% of this movie, <laughs> if not more. Maybe more. Yeah, maybe Possibly more. more. Yeah. Without spoiling anything, because this actually, I don't think we needed to touch on any spoilers. Mm-mm. So this is just a total spoiler free episode. There is a twist that is not in the trailers I don't think that I wasn't expecting which is integral to the structure and the plot of the film Mm -hmm. and it felt like such a gimmick Mm -hmm. and I'll say if you see this movie it's the black and white scenes which there's a black and white scene in a movie i i already know you're checked out i already know that you're gonna give me something that's exhausting to watch mm-hmm. but i was struggling i looked over at one point and like you were like rubbing your eyebrows and like <laughs> rubbing your eyes and i was like oh no she wants to leave i really did two girls did leave two girls did leave there were people like back into the left of us mm-hmm. that i also heard them say at one point like do you want to stay for the rest of this really most people except for like Wes Anderson's biggest fan who was sitting below us and dancing to the music um I think most people in our theater were pretty unhappy that they purchased Mm -hmm. the ticket I am just glad that we have Regal Unlimited because I didn't didn't purchase shit we didn't pay for that didn't pay for our popcorn didn't pay for our drinks nope so I think um I was genuinely ready to flip a table if there was a table Mm -hmm. in that theater i was ready to flip it yeah i apologize again to the wes anderson people but i am glad and i feel a little bit justified hearing that you Mm -hmm. also did not like it no because i mean (laughs) i was kind of like looking forward to it and i really wanted to like it and i kept telling myself like throughout i was like well, maybe it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like maybe something's going to happen and I'm going to be like, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, That's why I like Wes Anderson. And it just never <laughs> came. <laughs> that moment never happened. And yeah. it got worse and clunkier and it, more and more tedious. Like I don't unraveled know. very quickly. It really did. I think I genuinely, and I know that this might be hard to believe, but I actually did try to go into this with an open mind. No, I believe you. I really did. I I, know. I didn't complain about having no, to go. You did. I didn't. I was the one that booked the tickets. Mm-hmm. I was the one that wanted to see it. And I also didn't want, for the sake of this podcast, for this to just be me shitting on this movie mm-hmm. for the entire time. And I was like, maybe this is going to be, you know how you like different things as you age? Sure. I haven't seen a Wes Anderson movie since you know my 20s right i thought maybe i was gonna like okay now i i appreciate, appreciate it. it maybe i get mm-hmm. it now i'm 33 now i have room to like wes anderson just like i like tomatoes now sure <laughs> which is true i recently liked tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um unfortunately a caprese salad is great but wes anderson is still not yeah so i 
hate that. I'm sorry. It's but okay. Here's my here's my deal for you. Okay. I will watch Moonrise Hell Kingdom. Hell yeah. Okay. And I will watch it with an open mind again. Okay. Okay. We're going to need a little bit of break, though. I'm going to need like yeah. a Wes Anderson We'll have a separation <laughs> period. We'll have a separation period where you don't have to see the yellow. Yeah. And you don't have to see Schwartzman. You don't have to see Edward Norton for we'll a little bit away. of time. I actually do like Edward Norton. I do, too. We'll give it a little bit of time. We'll a give it a break. A break. We'll see some other things. Yeah. We'll see Barbie. <laughs> we'll wait until after we'll Barbie. We'll see Oppenheimer. There we go. And then we'll watch Moonrise and Kingdom. Then we'll watch Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. That's a deal. Okay. I like that. It's, I'm in. It's way better. Okay. I don't know. You're going to like it. That's a bold statement, but we'll keep everyone updated if I do. Okay. Like let's it. make a second deal. Okay. Compounding on our first deal. Okay. If you like it, can we do a podcast episode on it? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. We're going to shake on it. We on, are shaking. On record. <laughs> on this day. <laughs> Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, at <laughs> ten twenty-two on this day, June twenty-second, the year two thousand twenty-three, the year of our Lord, with Little Caesars awaiting us in the other oh, room. Fuck, we have Little Caesars yeah, in the other room. Do. Okay, quickly give your popcorn score so we can go eat pizza. Okay, it's a small popcorn for me. Okay, it is nothing for me. It, it is literally no popcorn nothing. at all. I might have disliked this more than Bo's afraid. Whoa. Okay, I didn't. I liked the first act of Bo is Afraid more than I liked this whole movie. That's fair. So it's a nothing. No I, popcorn at Zero all. popcorn. It was burnt. It tasted bad. So I threw it out. Yikes. <laughs> you hate Wes Anderson so much. <laughs> Sorry, Wes. Oh, boy. Well, that does it for us. That'll do it. I got all hot and bothered. I got mad. It's all right. Calm down. I'm sweating. You don't have to see Wes Anderson again. I feel like we need to do like EMDR therapy so like you could like recover from your trauma of seeing it. Someone call a therapist so I can get through that movie. Take a Xanax. Maybe Wes Anderson needs a therapist considering some of the themes in this movie. Oh, he definitely does. He could use one. He probably has one. Everyone in Hollywood has a therapist. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we digress. We digress. <laughs> um, we will be back next week, uh, June thirtieth, for mm-hmm. another episode. And until then, I hope you stay as far away as you <laughs> possibly can from Asteroid City. But if you're a Wes Anderson fan, have at it. Go for it. I promise I will not stop being your friend if you like this movie. No. That is a, that is a promise I will make to you. There you go. <laughs> Look at the growth. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the ride home.